0: Welcome back. Jimmy Murphy from Boston Hockey. Now back to Sports 1440. Morning, Jimmy. You're with uh, Kevin Karius and uh, former NHLer David Schlemko. Welcome back to Sports 1440. Hey guys, how you doing? Well, we're doing great up here and uh, looking forward to this one as I'm sure you guys are in Boston. And um, boy, the Bruins right now come into this one seeing Florida playing really, really good hockey and Boston just trying to keep level with them in, in the Atlantic Division. What have you made how the Bruins have played lately? It seems they are giving up tons of shots on goal for one, Jimmy, but what's your take on how the Bruins have been playing of late? Uh, You know,
1: I, I think that a lot of people were wondering when it would happen, and I think they have finally leveled off a bit after another surprising start. Uh, Obviously, coming into the season without Krejci and Bergeron, people were expecting uh, them to regress a bit. They didn't do that. They once again uh, made all the prognosticators uh, eat some crow, but um, now I think things are just coming back down to reality a bit, and we're, we're kind of seeing what ails this team, what maybe needs to be fixed before the trade deadline, and maybe what can't be fixed. Um, and I think one of the things right now that the Bruins really have to look at, look at and I think it's being even more um, emphasized now with the uncertain status of Hampus Lindholm, uh, who got injured the other day, is their defense. Uh, the defense has struggled a lot more in, in the last two weeks over this homestand they had than it did in the first half of the season. Um, they've been linked to Noah Hannifin a lot throughout the season and trade rumors and trade talks. And I, I mean, I know for a fact, they have looked into him. They've had numerous talks with Calgary, um, Calgary's assistant GM, Dave Nonis scouted them three games in a row during the home stand. So, you know, maybe there's something there that they can get done, but uh, either way, even if it's not somebody of Hannifin's caliber, they just need to add more depth in my opinion on the, on the defense And then up front, um, I I think, you know, a lot of people are complaining about lack of scoring. But I just see it more as that the forwards aren't getting back to help the defense enough. And they really need to get back to their two-way game and not leaving their defense and their goalies out to dry. So that's that's kind of what I took from that uh, pretty dismal homestand that they just had.
2: Thanks, Jimmy. Um, Yeah, well, thanks for filling us in on kind of what we're looking at at the deadline here. We were talking about it, actually, on the show here right before you came on. Um, One of our concerns, actually, Kevin's, was um, what kind of assets do the Bruins have? Uh, How aggressive can they be here at the deadline this year?
1: Well, uh, I mean, they don't have a first-round pick this year, so that hurts, and I think that was um – you know, by all accounts, L.A. Friedman reported it. Um, and, you know, I've seen some other reports. That was maybe one of the reasons they dropped out of the, the sweepstakes for Elias Lindholm um, before he was traded to Vancouver. is just they, they didn't have that tick that, that the Flames wanted. And they still don't have it. So you wonder how that can affect uh, Hannison talks or any other talks they have with other GMs. So I think that's a big stumbling block. Um, they've got some good prospects. Uh, But the problem is they they don't want to really let them go because, you know, I know they right now where they sit in the standings and, you know, they did the right things they could probably make a little run at it in the playoffs if everything fell into place. But at the same time, I think Sweeney and Neely came into this season, (laughs) not looking at it as a, as a write-off, but maybe, you know, really thinking more towards the future. Hey, we went all in last year. It didn't work. It is what it is, but it's, it's, it's come to the point where they need to really look at it and say, all right, we need to start keeping the future as a priority and not necessarily the present. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, we'd love to go to the Stanley Cup right now, but we have prospects. We can start to build around them, filter them into the, the lineup here. We want to mortgage that and, and start from scratch again. And then not only do they not have a first round pick, guys, they don't have a second or a third this mm-hmm. year. And then next year, while they get a first-round pick, they don't have a second or a third again. So you're really running low on chances to improve through the draft. So I would think right now, I mean, the best bet is you need to really evaluate your roster, your current roster, and say, who can we afford to give up in a trade? It's got to be money in, money out, player for player, in my opinion, with the Boston Bruins.
0: Jimmy Murphy from Boston Hockey. Now our guest, Kevin Carey Show with co-host David Schlemko. On a Wednesday morning, 1026 in Edmonton, uh, Bruins called up Justin Brazot, Jimmy, the other day. Immediate dividends, yeah. uh, one goal. What was that feeling like to see a guy that's, you know, he's been around a long time. He's 26 years old. So, I mean, he he persevered to get where he was and just to see him rewarded with that one goal.
1: Uh, it was great. I mean, it's really a great story. You know, I, I really appreciated um you know, Jim Montgomery uh, after. And I know people can kind of say, oh, he's he's kind of milking it and being a little cheesy or whatever, but nah, that's not Jim. He was legit when he was saying after to, you know, a lot of kids out there, maybe they're trying to make it in hockey or any sport or anything you do in life. You know, don't give up and keep persevering and, and, and you know, overcome adversity. And that's what Justin's done. I mean, it's, he's a perfect example that, if you stick with it, you can get there. And to see him score on his second NHL shot ever um, was just something. And, you know, I thought, too, what I loved even more about him was he was more excited when they got their first goal because mm-hmm. I think it was Boquist who got the first goal. on. He's on his line there. And uh, he was more excited for his team to score than he was for himself to get his first NHL goal, and that just shows you – you know, the kind of person this kid is. He's a team player, and uh, even though this is a huge moment for him, he's embracing the team concept. So that's a great sign, I think, for them. And look, it's no secret um, that the Bruins have lacked some size, both up front and on defense. And he's got some size, 6'5", 245. (laughs) You know, he he could park himself right out in front of the net like he did when he scored his goal. So, Uh, I think that can help the Bruins. They've been kind of looking for a little more size and grit on their fourth line. They've got plenty of speed, as Boak was showed on that goal the other day. Um, But now they can kind of get that combination of size and grit and speed and uh, maybe have a really effective fourth line.
2: Yeah, that's an awesome story. I love that. Can never take it away from the kid. Um just yep. want to get back to Jim Montgomery a little bit here. Um, I mean, obviously had some, some personal, personal issues a couple of years ago there, but I know he was uh, like a player favorite when he was in Dallas and he's come into Boston and done some amazing team or things with this group, obviously surprised a lot of teams this year. Uh, can you just speak a little bit on what he's been able to do there and um, kind of how he operates on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, it's
1: interesting. Look, I, I, I think – while the fans and maybe the players aren't embracing the adversity the, the Bruins are facing right now and have at certain points this season, you know, look, last year, um, I, I think Montgomery's embracing that, I meant to say, but I think last year, you know, Montgomery even said it. He's like, I didn't really have to do much. I mean, look at the team we had. Look at the way they were rolling last year. I just throw them out there and kind of, I'm there. I'm here, guys, if you need me, but. Yeah. Uh, you pretty much do it, and I always like to say that Patrice Bergeron was pretty much the Reg Dunlop of the Boston <laughs> Bruins as the player coach. Um, and he, you know, he did, he did a great job, obviously, with his leadership, and he could kind of help manage the bench as well. But now there's more of a burden on on Montgomery as, as the head coach this year, and uh, I think he's learning as he goes on how to adjust with this team and what they need. Um, but I think the the one thing that I like about him is he. He found a good balance where he's not afraid to give it to them to tell tell it like it is and, and to come out to us the media after a game if they if it's a poor performance and, and tell it like it is. Whereas last year he was just all rah rah, and there was a lot to be rah rah about. Right? There's a yeah. lot of positive things going on, but even if they you know laid the, the rare stinker here and there, uh, he wouldn't really say anything you know it's like oh well oh shucks that type mm-hmm. of attitude and now he'll come out there and and he'll rip his team if need be but he's also maintaining a positive attitude In the same press conference that he rips his team he can also say but i know that this area and this area are capable of being better and he, he maintains some positivity so he's found a good balance i think the players appreciate that um, and I also think, you know, that he doesn't get enough credit. He gets knocked, actually, for it. And I, I have no issues with it for adjusting in-game and, and changing the lines up or changing the D-pairings up and, and really going at matchups and not necessarily just riding a line. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're David Klasnack or you're Justin Brazu. Uh, you're going you're gonna to get rewarded in-game if you earn it. And if one guy on the first line is really lagging or, or, or not doing his job, then he might drop down to the third, and a guy in the fourth line could elevate to the first. And mm-hmm. I, I respect that. A lot of people say, well, it's tough for players to get into a rhythm. I get that. But there's also times where you got to read the temperature of a game and make the right change. And I see him do that a lot.
0: Jimmy Murphy with us on Sports 1440. I don't know what it is, but it seems the Bruins always come out at this time of the year to um, you know Western yeah. Canada. I, I don't know if that's a, a done deal on the schedule every year, but and it seems that Don Sweeney. I'm assuming that he would be on this trip with the team because of yeah. the Hannafin uh, angle and everything like that. Uh, but what is it about this trip, and maybe you know the swing through Western Canada, Jimmy? Where where the GM kind of gets, you know, his maybe hands in the pie a little bit more than maybe other times here?
1: Well, I think, I I honestly think he would prefer it to be a little earlier so he can get a better grasp um, and kind of have more of a set, firm plan. But obviously things can change in any moment. But uh, it's just, it's a great time. It's close enough to the deadline where, you know, okay, Maybe he's got X, Y, and Z that he's looking at uh, that, you know, in terms of holes he wants to fill in the lineup or in targeted players on other teams. And now he gets that final feel for it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's it, like, all right, I know what I want to do, but now I'm going to just give it one more look. And it's a great chance to do that. You're on the road with the team. Um, you're, you're interacting with the coaches and the staff and, and even the players at some points, I imagine. Um, and it's just it's a good way to get a feel before you hit that final stretch into the deadline, and he's done that, right? I mean, if you look at that trip, sometimes he doesn't wait until the trip's over. I mean, Mm -hmm. he acquired Charlie Coyle, which I think arguably might have been the best acquisition he's made as general manager of the Boston Bruins when you think about it now. I mean, look at what Coyle's done this year, and look at the way he's he's gotten better each year and fit into the Bruins system. Mm -hmm. He did that on the February trip. Uh, Back in 2019, I I believe um, right before COVID hit, the Bruins were on this trip, uh, and he made a deal with Anaheim. I think he got uh, Andre Case, and Mm -hmm. he's made a couple other deals, if I'm not mistaken, on that trip as well. So um, he's been notorious for taking this trip, getting out in the road, and I think another thing is, too, if the masses don't like it, meaning the media and the fans back here, well, he doesn't have to face them for a couple of weeks. <laughs> get things together and, and prepare what he wants to say when he gets home. So he, he's definitely utilized this trip uh, to get a lot of work done.
2: Hmm. Um, it's just speaking on that, Jamie, um, what do you think is more urgent for Sweeney? Uh, looking at the deadline here, forward depth or some d depth?
1: I think it's D guys, and whether it's whether it's a you know a more high octane defenseman like a Noah Hannafin, or whether it's a, a stay at home guy who's going to clear all bodies in front, which I think is a huge problem right now. I think actually I failed to mention that to you guys a little before when I was evaluating the homestand. They're leaving their goalies uh, really like in in the danger zones. There, I mean, guys are just coming in and barreling people over. You saw last week, Lina Almark gets barreled over. Um, I forget who the guy was. Forgive me for forgetting. I think it was. Um, well, I'm not going to remember, guys. I'm mm-hmm. getting old. But he <laughs> like he got barreled over. He gets up and he takes a swing at the guy with a stick, and he ends up getting a penalty and then getting fined the maximum by the Department <laughs> of Player Safety. Um, so you know the goalies have been left to fend for themselves. Uh, Swayman got into it a bit the other day. Uh, and you know they they can't be doing that. And a you're risking injury, and obviously b you're risking goals, and you're, you're letting guys get to those dirty areas. So they they need somebody back there, whether it's a guy that's already on their team or somebody that they bring in, to really start throwing bodies around there. And even if it it ends up costing you a, a power play for the other team here and there, you got to send a message to the opponents that they're not going to be able to go in there and, and take liberties with your goalie. So I'm just looking – I know people here are really emphasizing middle six scoring up front. I agree they could use that. But let's face it, guys. When it comes to the playoffs, it's defense and goaltending that wins. And one of the biggest things that has hurt the Bruins over the years – I mean, I'm going back to that Stanley Cup final against the St. Louis Blues Mm -hmm. with the fact that they don't have the muscle in front of the net to deal with the big forwards coming at you. And, you know, if you look at the teams that have won the Stanley Cup, starting with that St. Louis team, going right on up until now, I mean, look at Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights last year, guys. I, I, they're, they're like the Redwood Forest with their defense. <laughs> yeah. They're all six something, two Pig. something. Yeah. But, yeah, they're mobile. That's what the Bruins need. Even if they can just get one of those guys for now, they need something like that on their blue line to help out their goalies.
0: Hey, Jimmy, thanks for your time this morning. It's going to be a good one. Uh, you, you're, you'll be up till what, one in the morning watching this one, I guess, eh? <laughs> I,
1: I, I have already uh, – I'm setting my meals now on uh, western time and uh, mountain time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all set to go. Don't worry.
0: All right. Uh, thanks for hopping on here. Enjoy the game tonight.
1: All right, you two guys. Cheers.